0: Oh, okay, good.
1: <laughs> Hello, Ms. Lavinovich, how are you today?
0: Hello, I'm very good, thank you very much. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, thank you for asking. How is the weather in Slovenia today? Is it good, good weather?
0: Oh, actually, uh, like we have a wonderful last week. It was so warm and we really spent a lot of time outside. Luckily, we don't have restriction how much we can be outside and where we can go. But last few days, it's really rainy weather, but hopefully it will be better next days.
1: Very well. I hope you are staying safe, family and friends very safe. So let's take a few moments to speak about your career. I will introduce you one more time for our joiners that are slowly joining. Second for second. Okay. Today we also have some questions that were brought up from dancers today. We will ask them as well. So guys, a little bit about Miss Tatiana Lavinovich. I'm pronouncing it correctly, yes?
0: Yes. Yeah, I actually very like, this. like in English, speaking people pronounce it. It sounds very good. Thank
1: you. I was I was. I was born in, I was, I'm actually Russian, I was born in Kastroma, Russia, but I was adopted by Italians, so that's why I speak and look Italian.
0: But you also speak Russian. <laughs> so, I,
1: <laughs> chuchut, chu-chut I, I will learn. <laughs> that's nice. Cool. So, guys, Miss Tatiana Lavinovich is a former professional ballroom dancer specializing in the international style, Latin division. She is a Belarus. Croatian and Slovenian national amateur champion, as well as a WDSF European and world Latin champion in the amateur and professional division. She's the winner of almost all possible major dance sport competitions, including the German Open Championships, the International Championship, UK Open, and Blackpool Dance Festival. Tatjana is currently the coach of many top couples, including WDSF 10-dance World Cup champions in the youth, 10-dance, under-21 10-dance, and 10-dance amateur residing in Slovenia. She is the co-owner, excuse me if I pronounce this wrong, If, if uh, she's the co-owner of the Plezna Sola Diamant Dance Studio.
0: Yes, very good. Yes, bravo. Very good.
1: <laughs> so, guys, let's begin. Miss. Jan. how were you introduced to the world of dance?
0: Actually, uh, I think it was pure my mom' decision because she always won, was in love in the dancing, and she used to dance also when she was younger. And actually, it's like it's one very interesting story. Yeah. So when I was born, she said that she will throw me in the garbage if I will not dance. Yeah and my grandmother because i have like all babies now i know it for sure i have a little bit leg legs on all yeah and my grandmother was watching me she say i hope she was she will walk straightly yeah so luckily yes i'm walking straightly and i also went to dance yeah so and i started very early i was 6 years old when my mom uh, brought me to the dance studio and after, actually, thanks to my grandmother, because she was always taking care about me and she was always hooking me to the dances, uh, taking me to the dancing classes. So that's how my dancing career starts.:
1: Very well, very, very interesting. Now, when you began your dance career, and you had your first coaches, and throughout your dance career, what did your coaches mean to you exactly?
0: Yeah, I have to say that it's it's really a lot, and uh, I think a lot will not describe actually anything. So, for example, Barbara Barbara who was like our first teacher and coach when I moved to Slovenia, I learned from her basically everything I think, and it's not only about the dancing technique, but she was really example for me, so how to behave, how to speak with the people, how to react to the different things. so the next one, for example, I was lucky to work with uh, Rudy Verman, Peter Tau and Peter Maxwell, and I think uh, for me personally, this is really a two genius in the dancing world, completely different, but completely genius, especially in the way, in everything, in everything, what they do, how they say, how they see the situation. So I was really mesmerized by them. Also, for example, from Shirley Ballas, yeah, I learned what is meant to be self-confident and what is meant to really make a presentation. And I remember that we were pushing ourselves so much in front of Shirley. And it was once we came to the lesson with her, because somehow she was always, uh, she always said to us, no, you have to be more," And we want to hear from her so much that it's, yes, that is good. And I was, I remember that push myself so much. And I always had this, you know, pointy nails. Yeah. So I even scratched my forehead with the nails. Yeah, it was a little bit of blood. And Zoran said to me, Tanya, Tanya, you have blood. So I just fix a little bit the hair that she don't see. And we were standing like this in front of her and she said, and actually it was the first time when she said to us, Hmm, good, let's start to work on some other things. Yeah. Or for example, uh, Richard Porter, he was, uh, and actually I even asked uh, the permission of my husband to speak to say, like to say like this, yeah, because it was before him, it was in front of him. So for me, Richard was just the best man in the world. I just adore everything, how he see the things, what what is important for him in the dancing. So for me, it was like, I think, the best possible reward when uh, he said that he is happy with the dancing. Yeah, so for me, it was always... Of course, the result was important. Of course, we want to make as better result as possible. But somehow, for me, it was always... The most important because I always believe in uh, our team. I always believe to my coaches, and uh, for me was always the most important their, improve, their approval, that they say that this was really good, that I managed to show really everything what we was working on this. Or oh, another I also want to manage, like manage one more word, for example name. Alison Fulham. Yeah, she was the most kind and caring person always um, making us feel so good yeah and she was explaining all the mechanic like so simply that we really understand that it was was always calming us down like and we are remembered that any problems we have yeah we can ask her for everything and she gave us so simple and clear answer and uh, it's it was just perfect yeah so The coaches, I'm. I'm really happy that I meet all these people in my dancing career, and I really learn extremely a lot from them. And I adore them, what they, what they are, what they are doing, and what they did for me.
1: So you could almost describe them as a as a mother and father figure. Yeah. During your competitive career, how would you describe? A day in your life, at the peak of your dance career?
0: Very boring.
1: (laughs) I mean, mean,
0: because we were like, I think what was special about uh, us with Zoran, we were really crazy both. Yeah, we were practicing like crazy and we spent really almost all, all time in the dancing hall we never that okay i understand that this time it's more difficult for the dancers at that time we of course we work already with each other people but somehow we managed to never mix it so it's for example or it was only practicing or we take some couple of days to go to teach together somewhere so when we were really practicing yeah we wake up with breakfast we go to the dance hall we spend there three four hours we always did uh, the warming up stretching we always have some special exercise we every day we work on the basic it was not even one day that we don't go through the basic steps we have basic choreographies uh after we practice some pieces for example and we have a break we went like and actually because the place where we were living was quite far away from our dance hall. So we never have time to go home. So we always just go to eat somewhere. And after we come back, and we spend again three or four hours in the hall. So basically, our in the peak of our career, and actually all career, I have to say, it was Joran. We were practicing six, seven hours a day. And we were really... Um, I think, crazy about practicing because we know that it should be like this and uh, we also enjoy it.
1: Now, as I'm listening to your words, I would like to ask you a question a little bit off script. Sometimes uh, I listen to couples and I hear them, sometimes they feel like if they train so hard and they're at the studio every day, sometimes they feel as if, when they take a vacation or they take a day off, they feel guilty and they feel like they need to keep practicing and practicing. How would you balance that feeling of guilt and having to practice? How would you balance a safe, appropriate, but still motivated to win? Yeah, I understand. Wow. I,
0: always I always do. I have to say that even like through all my career. even. Even sometimes now, in some situation, I think the worst judge for myself it's me, yeah, because I always criticizing myself and asking myself if I'm really doing the maximum. And actually, uh, so yes, I feel feel guilty a lot of times. But when we were dancing together with Zoran, we almost didn't have vacation. We have vacation one week for the New Year. And normally I was visiting my, uh, my family. So I went to Minsk. And we have one week during summertime, And even sometimes like, for example, some years when we, uh, oh yeah, we didn't have money, yeah. So we went to like some, our friend introduced us, like he gave us a proposition. So we went like a vacation. So we was in Croatia, seaside. But in the evening, we were dancing in the different hotels in the like night show program. So we were still dancing. We were earning some money, and actually, we were for free on the on the beach. Yeah. So this was mainly our vacation. So we were still even in the evening. We were still dancing.
1: Wow! Very very committed. Now, let's go to today. What do you see is the biggest challenge that dancers have to
0: face? Mm. I think the biggest challenge is to stay true to yourself. Yeah? To believe that every human being is unique and uh, try to find out what is what you are, which kind of dancer you want to be. Yeah, try to not follow everybody. Yeah, to try to not copy everything. Try to, I'm calling this, try to not run with everybody. Yeah, if everybody is running, so don't run together with them. To make your own path. Yeah, yes. Try to be busy with yourself. Try to really discover what does, what dancing mean to you. What, why, Why? what you like in this, why you like how you want to see yourself on the floor, what kind of the dancer you want to be on the floor, how you want that people see you, what, they, what you want that they get, like, how you want to make them feel when they're watching you dancing. So I would choose to really stay, stay true to yourself and believe that you are unique, you are one of the kind and you don't have to be the copy of anybody.
1: Now, with this mentality, what would you say motivates you now and what motivated during your successful competitive career?
0: Um, Actually, uh, okay, it's different. Yeah, I have to say. When I was dancing, um, you know, I never understand the people when they, I never understand the dancers when they were saying that they, don't feel motivated or they have problems with motivation yeah for me somehow this question was never exist yeah somehow but i think it's partly maybe connected with uh, my family because i rise in the family in the sport family my grandfather was the main coach of soviet union for weightlifters and, uh-huh. he, yeah, and he raised the Olympic champion and the, this Olympic champion made the record, which was unbeatable for many years. Yeah, So somehow from really young age, every time when we go to my grandparents and all the conversation, it was somehow all the time about sport, around sport how the sportsmen are training, yeah. For example, I went to the seaside with my grandmother and with his representative team of the weightlifters. So, somehow I always understand that this is the sport, this is kind of sport, dancing kind of sport, yeah. And I always, I have, I think I have this sport mentality and I always, uh, it was very clear for me, that this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is kind of my job. And I think I was lucky. I always love it. Yeah. So for me, it was never the problem with the motivation. And uh, I was always pushing myself that uh, I always have one aim. I always want to be better than I used to be yesterday, for example. Yeah. So for me, the main goal was to discover what maximum I can produce or pull out from myself. Yeah. Like lately, for example, I read uh, some quote from actually from Madonna. Yeah, that she wrote that she is her own uh, work of art, and she's and she's her own experiment. I think it really fits to my to me to my mentality. Yeah, I always was uh, curious what else I can do, how much I can develop this, and this was really interesting for me. Yeah? So, I think this was the best motivation. Yeah, to see what what maximum I can do with myself, and uh, what is motivates me now. Yeah, I have to say that sometimes it's uh, difficult. Yeah, but uh, mainly, I still I love our dancing world. Yes, I'm very happy that I am in it. And if somebody will ask me, for example, what the most I love, okay, of course I accept my family. Yeah. So the most what I love, I love the music and to see and to feel how the body can move in the music, how the body can be the music. So it's a lot of time happen also after the competition that I come home and I say to Alexei, my husband, that oh, it was so amazing. It was so exciting yeah, to see how some people really can move and how they can feel. And be able to transmit this feeling to the people. So, yeah, so I would say that the love to dance and the love of, to dance on the music and express the feelings, emotions, and to be able to say some story with this, this is what is the most motivates me now.
1: Well, those are some beautiful words. I think a lot of our viewers and a lot of couples in the WDSF would be motivated just by those words. Now, before we go on with the next questions, I would like to say for the viewers, if there are any questions at the end of the these questions, we will open the questions to you guys, okay? Now, let's move on. As an adjudicator, when you judge, what is your favorite characteristic to see in a couple, whether it may be standard or Latin, or maybe a correct a characteristic that you see in both styles? <sighs>
0: yeah like uh, both okay uh i will first start with ballroom because it's much uh, easier for me because i'm not so i have to say yeah not so deep understanding about all the uh small details things yeah so uh when i see the ballroom actually i actually i have to say that i i love judge ballroom yeah because, like, for me, that is to see how two body really can express the music and have unbelievable swing and cross the floor, that it looks uh, without, like, really any effort, without any weight, yeah? So, it looks like gravity is not working on them, yeah? So, this is uh, mesmerizing, me. let's say, the most. Yeah. Uh, about Latin, yeah, it's also very clear <laughs> Yeah, about Latin, also like I said about this before. I want to see real, I want to see real dancing on the floor. I don't believe in aerobic skills. Yeah. I don't want to see some mechanical aerobic uh, on the floor. I want to see two people who are really communicating on the floor, that they have some dialogue, that they have some emotions, feelings, that they can say something with what they are doing. But of course, yeah, it should be on the good technique and mechanic. Yeah, because let's say I always make, for example, the connection to the belly. Uh, So for example, when we go to theater and we want to the Swan plate, for example, we look at the plate. yeah? We know that uh, all ballet girls, yeah, all ballerinas, they are doing the bar training every day, every morning. But when we really saw, when we really see the show, we don't see these mechanical actions. We really see the illusion which they are creating. We really see the dying swamp, yeah? So I really believe that this is so, Deeply connected together. Yeah, that if you Don't have the right technique and the right the right mechanic Yeah, if you don't have let's say the right tools I'm watching technique and the mechanic that this is just a necessary tools for every person to be able to create and produce or say something on the floor. So Let's say like this
1: very interesting now Let's go back a little bit to your competitive career. How did you mentally prepare for a big event? Actually, if I may, how did you prepare both as a judge now and as a competitor back then? Mm.
0: For the career somehow, uh, okay, because we were all of course we have our this, like, structure of how to prepare. We have some for example before i remember that before blackpool for example we know exactly the because okay the timetable of the blackpool rounds was always the same yeah every year approximately the same yeah so we were doing so for example we plan to dance in the final yeah so we know exactly how many rounds we will dance so we make with at that time actually it was with the route so, we make, we find with him really the keywords for every round on what we will uh, concentrate in this round, what will be our goal for this round. And we were doing this, and this was preparation like in Ljubljana, of course, it was uh, very easy for us. So, we have the whole all day that we can use it. And we were doing the same amount of rounds, how it should be in Blackpool at the same time with this, like, with exactly goal and keywords for us. Yeah. Or well, for example, sometimes we were really trying to make the visualization. So, for example, we we see it, we close our eyes, and we put the music, and we imagine us, like, how we will behave on the floor. Yeah. But um, actually, it was always working, like, funny with us, with Zoran. Yeah, we realized after that if we feel very good on the last practice before the competition actually competition was never so good after yeah so every time when we feel not really good on the last practice actually on competition we dance better and we feel better yeah so we were not really killing ourselves yeah we were really trusting our body trust like because we really practice a lot and we never go to the competition unprepared, yes and aha. Uh, uh-huh. but also interesting, for example the way how we were behaving on the competition because for example, me and Zoran we are completely different people uh, with the different characters, so for example, Zoran feels good when he is uh, going around and meet as more people as possible and he is really communicating with them, and making fun so very, uh, very active yeah and me is completely opposite yeah i have to come to the i have to come to the competition find my place peaceful place yeah there there is not really a lot of people and not really noisy and nothing, nothing is really disturbing me so and we know this about ourselves yeah so actually when we come to the competition i was in my spot and Zorin just go around yeah yeah uh, so Yeah, it was like some structures which we know that it functioned with us and this we were following. Uh, As a judge, um, I can't say that I really prepare myself for the uh, big uh, event which I'm judging. I'm really trying just to go without, like really open yeah really open with like let's say open with all my senses and with the hope that i will really see something expiring yeah so it's a little bit you know of course i have my knowledge and my priorities but from this, somehow from the expectation, make a little bit, let's say, like a white list, yeah? And uh, allowed the couples to write on this list what they want to tell me. And I'm really open and want to understand this and uh, be excited by or be surprised what I see. Yeah, so it's more this open for, for anything, I'd say.
1: Very interesting, very well. Now, let's go into this question. From when you first started dancing to today, what would you say is your biggest challenge? Is the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome?
0: It's not going oh, to when I was
1: dancing or generally? In generally, from generally. You, yes. Uh,
0: yeah, generally, uh, yeah, to be a mom, to be a mom and to have a family, I think. Yeah, because, you know, I, like, I have one friend who knows me for a very long time. Yeah, and even now when I'm posting some uh, videos or photos with my babies, he writes me, oh, Tanya, I remember what you were saying to me. And actually, yes, he is right, because I was always saying that I will never be married and I will never have children. Because somehow I'm not really a family person, yeah, from six years old, like six years old, I was always dancing and after when I went to school, my school was in one area, I would live in another area, my dancing school was in third area, so actually I was almost never at home, yeah. So I was always traveling. I was always spending time in the dancing hall. And uh, I I was never really taking care about somebody else. Yeah, I was always taking care only about me, my, only about myself, only about my dancing. And uh, I never have really long, serious relationship because somehow it was disturbing the dancing again yeah so somehow it was all my life yeah it was everything about uh, everything was around the dancing and uh, and we had very long dancing career yeah so i finished dancing when i was 34 already and uh, and after in less than two years suddenly i have a husband and i have a baby yeah, so suddenly all my life was changed. Yeah, so I have to learn what, like, what doesn't like what is mean to be a wife, what is mean to be a mother, what is mean to be a family person. So I think this was the biggest challenge, like, for me in my life. Yeah, and also it was, of course, it was the fears, you know, because, like, a lot of times I think, especially. The women's, the girls, yeah, like, this sentence was really scares me. When everybody's saying, you will see when you will have a child, your life will change completely. And I was like, no, no, I don't want that my life change completely. It's like, what, like, who I will be, yeah? Yeah, so it's like, I was like with myself for 34 years and now suddenly my life will change completely. So, girls all out there I want to say to you don't afraid your life will not change completely yeah it's just something the most beautiful thing in the life will appear in your life yeah so it will be something uh, which make your heart warm and full of love all the time yeah and but but you are as you are you, you stay as you are. Yeah, I still have like uh, my character. I'm still I still doing what I did before. Yeah, I still have my appreciations, yeah. So it's still the same, it's just something which is really precious. Yeah. So yeah, generally I think this was the biggest challenge of my life, let's say.
1: Very beautiful now whether in the dance sport world or in general what would you say is the biggest sacrifice you have made to be where you are today
0: hmm. i think it's to leave everything in one day and uh, move to slovenia yeah because uh, i i was born in belarus I, all my life, I was in Minsk, at, uh, and I was twenty years old when I moved to Slovenia. So up to this time, I have my dancing career. It was quite successful uh, in in this let's say in, at this time and this level. I have. Uh, I was already working. I was in university. I was studying in university. I was already working in uh, school. I was uh, have I have the course of dancing for the first and second grade in school. I have my group in dancing and they can dance in school. So I have my I have full life, yeah, and suddenly just in one day I just left everything. I took all my thing, I took all my dresses. And move to another country, to the person who I didn't know at all. Yeah, I never speak with him. I never actually saw him before. Because the how we start to dance with Zoran, it was everything thanks to his coach. At that time, it was Branko Bohak. He saw me on one competition. And at that time, Zoran speak with his partner. And he come back and he say, I saw the perfect girl for you. And Zoran trust him. This was, this we were lucky, me and Zoran, because we both very similar in a lot of things, yeah? We both really trust 100% our uh, main teacher and our coach, yeah? So Zoran also, he never saw me dancing, okay? Branko saw me dancing, but Zoran never saw me dancing. So he just trust, he just believe Branko that I will be the best girl for him. And he invite me to dance with him. So, actually, we see each other first time in the airport when he came to meet me. So, I think this was the biggest sacrifice. Uh, Now, if I'm thinking how I really did it, like, actually, I can't imagine. (laughs) I don't know, but yeah, at that time, at that moment, I was not even thinking about this. I just say, yes, I go. and. Of course, Lake, it's like it's. Thanks to my mom that she supported and she really tried to do maximum what is possible, and she and she sent me there.
1: It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. Now, these following questions are from our viewer in Germany, Miss Mira Franz. I hope I am pronouncing it correctly. Now, Miss Mira Franz asks if you had to choose a dream partner apart from zoran from your description sounds like he was the perfect match for you who would you have liked to dance with
0: <laughs> you know i uh, i never thought about this actually because i always uh, i always believe that zoran is really the best possible partner for me because i am very difficult person I'm really difficult and he suffered a lot with me and uh, he was just, but for me, he was the best because he gave me, he gave me freedom. He was like, we support each other and I feel that with him, I can do whatever I want, everything what I want. But uh, so actually, I was never, I never have a, I never had a wish that I want to dance with somebody else. Yeah. And if I have to choose, yeah. Okay. So, Mira, it's only because it's, (laughs) yeah, it's only because it's you. Yeah. If I had to choose now and really think with who I would love to dance, but think somehow it's not possible because we are not the same, like, let's say, uh, age category. Yeah, because yes, of course, I have my favorite dancers, but these two connected, this what I said that the Richard Porter was the best man for me in the world. Yeah, and because I really love the way what he's thinking about the dancing. Yeah, what he was teaching me, how I, how I felt myself when I dance with him. Yeah, so I think so if it would be possible, I will, I will choose Richard. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, actually, yes, of course, I, uh, I saw a lot of videos and he was dancing. But for me, the, worst, the most important is not this what I see in the picture, but how I feel. with the, Because I believe there is only really the possibility to create that two people are really create something special that they really on the same note, let's say yeah that they really feel something they want to create in one direction yeah so yes i will choose creature
1: <laughs> okay beautiful now miss franz also asks which female and male dancer or dancers inspire you the most
0: Ah, uh, yes a lot <laughs> For example, my first, I remember that when I, uh, because when I was a kid, yeah, I was no internet. Yeah. And so everything what I was watching, I was really watching on videotapes. And my favorite dancer, like my favorite couple was Vivekatoft uh, and Alan Torsberg. Yeah. Always, I just love it so much. I saw, so, I almost know all the choreographies which they dance. Yeah. Also, for example, Alan Tonsberg, when he was dancing with Carmen, and I still remember she has like this curly hair, yeah. And because she was like so wild, like alive, wild and real, yeah, this I like and so charismatic. Oh, another one. Ah uh, my one of my favorite was always Hannah and because I adore like her unique style, the way, how flexible her body is, what how different she looks from others, and what she can create from her body. Uh, this was one of my favorite. Uh, even when I was dan- still when I was dancing with uh, uh, in Belarus, um, one of my favorite couple was uh, Julie Fryer and Louis Van Amstel. Yeah, and they have so crazy choreographies. Yeah, so we were like, uh, we were trying to collect from different competitions, from different uh, videotapes, the pieces of their choreography, and we were learning this and we were dancing. We were also dancing this. Uh, Yeah, or for example, Gamer. Yeah, I. Like her legs, for me, always her legs. Like how she used them, how beautiful, long, like legs she is creating when she was dancing. For me, this was always the best legs in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) I think more. I think mostly, uh, mostly this, this.
1: Very good, very good. Now. This will be the last question for today, and it's a very good question, Miss Franz. I love this question, Miss Tatiana. What do you feel is the most important thing to try to teach or to advise for a dancer to improve his or her dance quality?
0: Mm-hmm. Um... You know, I, of course, like, like, as every teacher, we have uh, our specialities they say, our uh, favorite things, which we like to work the most. But what is my, uh, really, like, what I'm trying to do as as a teacher, yeah? I, what I like the most, yeah? I like to see what these particular people, what this particular couple miss the most. For example, uh, I'm always using this uh, comparison. Yeah. So let's say, okay, now in our days it's, it will sound a little bit scary, but, but okay. Yeah. So for example, when you feel bad, yeah, and you don't know what is wrong with you, you go to the doctor. Yeah. And what is the most important that the doctor is uh, saying to you what exactly is wrong. So he put you the right diagnosis. So. After the life is not so scary, you know exactly what you have to do and you will feel better. So, I'm taking the uh, teaching process, yeah, especially let's say with the couples who are not coming late for one guest lesson, yeah, but with who we are working continuously. So, I try to fight to find out and to see what exactly we have to work on what exactly we have to change that it will make particularly them better. Yes, Uh, but, and the other side is again, what I say a little bit before, yeah. Of course, like, yes, we have to, all the dancers, yeah, and that was also the same. We have to work on our technique, we have to work on our mechanic but i think what is the most important that we have to believe to ourselves yeah we have to believe in ourselves we have to trust to ourselves yeah we have to believe that you are like so i'm trying to push every single person to feel himself yeah to ask like i like to ask the questions uh, what do you feel? how what you want to see, what you want to produce? yeah So I like the unique yeah, I want that, uh, for example, even when it's twelve couples on the floor, it's uh, twelve different twenty four sorry yeah twenty four different people on the floor which are creating 12 different stories, 12 different uh, emotions, feelings, yeah. There is real, there is really something There is like, you know, I like, I have, uh, it was one sentence, which I think means for me the most. Yeah. I believe that the dance have to move the people have to change their thinking. So, for example, if, uh, I think it's like the old dancers, they reach the goal. If, for example, the people, after watching them dance, they go home. And, for example, the guy will say, yes, today I have the courage. I will invite her for the date. Yeah. Yeah. Or for example, some woman will go home and she will think, I want to find the man who will love me the same way how this dancer loves his partner. So this is for me, is like, no, there's like, oh, it was, they dance, they move nice. Yeah. Not only in this way, but it will really... Make some imprint let's say on uh, on the viewers of the audience that it will push them to feel differently or to think about something something different, yeah I think that this is the biggest strength or we can say the weapon of the dancing, yeah, that it's not only the movements, it's not only the movements and it's not only the steps and it's not only. Producing the rhythm with your body on this music, yeah, it's something. It's something, yeah. So I'm trying to do this one. Well I try to like with some people. Of course, it uh, works easily. With some people, it works uh, not so not so easy. Yeah, but I. Again, I will repeat it again, I believe that uh, we are all different, and we are all unique and I believe that if you enjoy, if they enjoy on the floor they really love their body, they really love how the body moves, with the audience and the judges also, the judges also the people, yeah, mainly and they always believe in this uh, human factor, yeah. That if it's really touch you, if it's really move you, yeah. And I don't speak only about the emotions and feelings, yeah. It's the combination of everything. It's the full package, yeah. So if it's really unbelievable uh, body skills, yeah. Unbelievable control of the body. So because I always say that it's the most easy to see uh, dying on the floor. Yeah, for example, when uh, because when the body is dying, yeah, you don't have stamina and like you start to fall down from your legs, yeah, Uh, it's not possible to produce any story, yeah. So, of course, it's the combination of everything, yes,
1: awesome, beautiful mindset. Okay, Miss Tatiana, thank you so much for coming and doing this interview with us on Scalora Danceport. It was amazing and your words were very motivating. I hope for you to stay safe with the family and we hope to see you in the danceport world again one more time as soon as we can.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you one more time to invite me. Thank you. And uh, stay safe and Everybody.